Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We'll have on with us former Major League pitcher Scotty Sanders, uh, who uh, basically is at every LSU baseball game. We also talk a little bit about Nickel State Colonels, too, where he pitched at in college. And at 540, Steve Geller will join us for Triple Option. Let's go to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. Let's go to Justin and Picayune. Justin, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, Bobby and Mike. Hey, Mike, it's, it's not Justin, it's Dustin. You know me, oh. man. Oh, okay, Dustin. What's going on, bud? No, wow. How you, you been? Know, you know, I, I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm sitting by the fire drinking a beer listening to y'all. I hear you, babe. I know you, you, you're around that fire quite a bit, right? <laughs> yes, sir, every evening. <laughs> I hear you, Dustin. But, I love you. I love hearing y'all talk about the big guys down in you know down in the trenches, and you know y'all talking about defensive tackles. I wanted to ask you about one that he's listed as a defensive tackle, but he can play inside and outside. Is Leonard Taylor from Miami? Yeah, Leonard. I feel like go go ahead, Dustin. No, no, no. Go ahead. I mean, I, a lot of people don't know who he is, but I mean, I don't. I know that last year he had a major injury for his shoulder, and he didn't get to play at full capacity, but. I do know that I want to learn more about him. Yeah. Look who his dad was. Yeah. And, you know, he was a five-star recruit in a lot of ways. He reminds me of Mason. Uh, Five-star recruit coming out of South Florida. Didn't hit the heights at Miami of Florida like I think everybody thought. He was fighting that shoulder injury, Dustin, uh, a year ago. He's a tremendous athlete. And I think similar to Mason, he's going to get overpicked. Uh, because I think just what you brought out, his ability to play defensive end and defensive tackle is there. Now, production does not match. I think he's a really good technician, though. 
and a really good athlete. He's just not been able to hit the heights production-wise, and I'll give him a little bit of a pass on this. The shoulder injury really affected him. You could tell last year. Yes, and Mike, uh, and, and, and Dustin, when you look at it, uh, there's only so many uh, big humans in the world. And then if you're playing football and you have the ability, you know what ends up happening is, like you said, let's say they have a good workout or, and, and, then they, and, you know, some team falls in love with you or they really like you. Then they're going to, it's like they're rolling the dice. Then they drafting you, maybe overdrafting you on potential. Not it's not you, on production. You know, it's it's going to be production. on potential. What you're done is like, okay, maybe it might turn the corner and then a potential then look like it'd be a steal. Uh, you know, it's like, okay, when you look at, like, potential, Dustin, think of this. Not even the big guys, but look at, like, uh, the production. Now, uh, maybe because he was at Rutgers, we didn't hear of him. But you look at LSU's running back who's with the Chiefs uh, versus Pacheco. What was Pacheco, seventh-round pick? And Clyde Edwards-Alaire was yeah. a first-round pick. Yeah, okay. Uh, Mike, who are the Chiefs counting on? C- Clyde Edwards-Alaire, they might throw him a bone now and then, but Pacheco's the guy. I mean, look where they were drafted. <laughs> so, Dustin, to answer your question, I think he's a late third, early fourth round pick. I hope he goes to a team where it has a veteran defensive line coach that can kind of fine-tune some of the better parts of his game. Because you can see he's got a skill set that is really good. He just hasn't been productive. So, thanks so much for the call, Dustin. Great to hear from you, buddy. Um, I hope everything's well with you. Let's go to Jimmy and Gretna back on our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. Jimmy, in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, look, real quick, Bobby, put this in your schedule, man. Next Wednesday, uh, UNO basketball. It's our an- We haven't hung out at a UNO basketball game this year. Right. It's a late game, so 7.30. Next Wednesday, Will Wade's coming to Lakefront Arena, and McNeese is probably going to whoop UNO's butt. It's a late game. Come get a beer with me and come support UNO, the, the local team. But, look, I wanted to ask Mike so, this. Uh, so take, next, take a good uh, look at Will hey, Wade. Hey, that hey, might be the last hey, time you see him at McNeese. So, Jimmy, it's, it's uh-huh. ne- next Wednesday night, right? Next Wednesday. Yes, next, yeah. next okay. Wednesday, and it's 730, so it gives you a little time to get out the studio if you got to to come out and come shake some hands. Kiss some babies, say hi to Will Wade. Who you could be his agent, like I'm going to be a Longshoreman's agent, buddy. No, I, Bobby's going to make more money with Will. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And look, let me let me ask let me ask y'all this. Okay, obviously we're not going to trade the whole kit and caboodle like Mike Dicka did for Ricky Williams to try to get Jaden Daniels. Yeah, that was I a think joke. I did think about. Oh, I know. I know. When, when, when I know. Mike, I listen. I, I love. You know why I love Mike Ditka? Because him and John Riggins, uh, they went to bat for the old school players who established the NFL in the last collective bargaining agreement. I should say more uh, John Riggins' wife, who was a top uh, labor lawyer in the country. But Mike Ditka Mm -hmm. went before Congress and John Riggins and all to take up for the older players. Finally, it's about a dozen years ago, but finally the NFL, all the money they're making, they started taking care of. Of the older players with the pension and, and, and all that Mike was a big part of was that. A big but part now of he's it. dealing with uh, the Alzheimer's uh, yeah, dementia. And he's, and, um, yeah, it's, it's really but, bad. But uh, so some Saints fans might say he probably was dealing with dementia when he did that Ricky Williams uh, deal. Yeah, he, he, no. wanted, he wanted to go play golf so bad. <laughs> no, he actually mm-hmm. he came on stage with Buddy and I, 
and he looks at me and said, uh, is your uncle having tea time tomorrow? Because he used to play golf with my uncle. And I was like, yeah, I think, he, uh, I think so, and I think it's early. He said, good, we don't have any picks, so I'll, I'll be there with him. But wait, that was the first thing might. he told me hey, after hey, the hey, Ricky but, Williams but, but, trade. But, but, but was that ESPN, the magazine? Uh, yes. Uh, that when they, when With him and uh, Ricky on like the cover. They're getting married, married and yeah. uh, Ricky Williams put on a bridal dress. That's some freaky thing there. Right? That, that's some crazy well, stuff. Well, Mike, let me ask you real quick two things. One, what's the grade on Michael Pratt, the two-lane quarterback? Is he a second, third-round guy? And what's the grade on Frank Gore Jr., the running back out of Southern Miss? And look, one final plug, Bobby – Tomorrow night, the city of New Orleans needs to pack out that arena for the Pelicans. They're playing good. Amen. There's no more excuses. There's no more excuses, Bobby. Not Mardi Gras, not King Cake, not it's too cold, not it's uh, the holidays and the Saints and all this. All that's over with. We got it. Because let me tell you something. If we get the seventh or eighth seed, we're not going to beat Denver or Clippers. I'll tell you right now. And it's going to be a game or two or three. That's going to be the difference between the seventh, eighth, and six seed. We got to get a six seed or higher to advance. So look, the city's got to step up. Yep. And, and that's all I got to uh, say. Hey, but Mike, what's your grade on Frank Gore Jr. and Michael Pratt? Frank Gore Jr. to me would be a late round pick. You know what? He's not the biggest, fastest, strongest. Every time you watch him play, he's productive. Man, he's got great eye vision, the ability to make the first man miss. He kind of runs out of potential tackles downfield. He can catch the football. So I think he's a late-round pick, and he'll make an NFL roster somewhere. And, boy, he's got a pedigree. He does have that pedigree. His dad was a stud. And uh, with Michael Pratt, I think you're looking at a guy late second, early part of round three. I think the the catch here is we know who the first three are. How fast J.J. McCarthy comes off the board from Michigan – who uh, I, I like a lot more than some others do. I, I think J.J. was just doing what they told him to do and running that offense. I think McCarthy's going to be a good NFL quarterback, and he potentially could go in that you know 8 to 12, 14 range uh, in round one. And then what happens with Penix and Knicks? Then it's going to come down to Rattler and Michael Penix, I mean Michael oh, Pratt. Pratt. Yeah, and so yeah. I think late second oh. into the third round uh, for Michael Pratt, some people like him more than others. Yeah, uh, It's uh, a well, mixed well, opinion uh, well, with, with Michael Pratt. Well, this what but I, I think, think he goes in day two. I think um, he's an NFL quarterback, uh, but what does that mean? Uh, that doesn't mean you're necessarily a starter. I think very similar to what occurred – uh, another two-lane quarterback that was almost a babysitter at the end for Tom Brady, Ryan Griffin. Remember, he was from California, came to Tulane. Mike, I want to say he played off the top of my head nine or ten years. I, I just saw where now he's going he's to be a coach. coaching with the Bears. With the Bears as their so quarterback I, I, coach. I can see Michael Pratt having the same type career as Ryan Griffin. So, and uh, well, well, you make a great living. So uh, Ryan might, might be the baby. He was a babysitter for Tom Brady at times. You know when Tom maybe had a, a well, tip no, or two too much when he celebrated, and, and he that. may now be the babysitter for Caleb Williams. Uh, uh, no, uh, uh, I'm telling you right now, Michael Pratt is an NFL quarterback. That doesn't mean you're an NFL starter. No, you can make a team. There's not enough quarterbacks. And now, obviously, he wants to be the man. Uh, I'm just telling you, I would not be surprised if Michael Pratt doesn't have a very similar career as Ryan Griffin when he was with the Saints, then went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
And then if you love football that much, you end up getting into coaching and you, you live a great life. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. Former Major League pitcher Scott Sanders talking LSU baseball, also some Nickel State baseball right after this break on the Big 870. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like like Stearns and Foster, Tempur Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast back here on sports talk on the big 870 mike to tell you along with the cajun cannon bobby Bear, and on our oakland hard jewelers talking text line former major league baseball pitcher man he's uh, at all the lsu games especially at home scott sanders also uh, Cam Sanders' dad. So, Scott, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. And, uh, man, before I ask you about LSU, man, heartbreak city last night for the Colonels. They beat USM, a really good baseball team. Then you go to South Alabama, hadn't beaten them since 2013. You had them by the teriyaki. Okay, you had a two-run lead in the ninth inning, and, man, it slips away and you lose it uh, on a strikeout, and then the ball gets away from the catcher in the tenth inning. Man. Yeah, that was a what's up, fellas. It's good. Thank you all for having me, first of all. But man, I, I stayed up and watched that game me last too, night. Scott. And, you know, it was six to one, and I kind of turned off early, just was going back and forth with LSU, and I went back and six six. Okay, and then Nichols went up three times, and they just couldn't. That's the one thing that's tough on Nichols, you know, in, on the smaller schools, on the under midweeks, you know, because you know they have to save their 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 a lot of times try to save their main guys to pitch big innings on the weekends and. You know, they used a couple of their big guys early and pulled them out. And, 
it just didn't work out. But man, they battled in that. That team's gritty, you know, because down six one at South Al had won since two thirteen. They could have quit and they didn't. So even though they lost, I'm still proud of them. But that'd have been nice back to back wins in Southern Miss and South Al. You better so. believe it. That'd have been a, that'd have been a great deal. And man, to have it that close, you one strike away. One strike away, not once but twice, and uh, couldn't put it away. But you got to give South Alabama a lot of credit too. Well, well, Scott, the, you got to give hey, them a lot of credit. Hey, Scott and Mike, the worst scenario is, uh, you know, you said okay, like with the Saints, Nolan, no call, going to the Super Bowl. You know what to me is the worst case baseball college scenario? Freaking Arkansas uh, to win the College World Series. What? Oh, now, now think about what happened. What a pop up that you dropped. <laughs> yes, I'm like, you I gotta feel, be I kidding. Feel kid, I feel for that kid that didn't catch that pop up because I'm thinking like he's got to live the rest of his life thinking if I just catch this, if I just exactly, over, yeah, if I would not have overrun that pop up, we'd have been national champs and wow, yeah, yeah. So when you look at it, you got two outs, what's going to occur? That to me is the worst college baseball uh, example of not being champions uh, so close but so far. But, uh, Scott, yeah. how do you view, and I think this is great, and I think this will continue through the years, that LSU should always go to Houston. You know, look, uh, and playing at Rice. I mean, we can't always play at the box. you got to play in a different environment. you got to learn to play on the road, a different type field, different conditions, getting ready for SEC play. But I think what's also attractive, you throw in a bone to, uh, I think it's the largest LSU alumni base in Houston area. So, uh, to me, this is a no-brainer that all of a sudden it ends up being, I don't know, like, uh, what, three, four, a five-game road trip in Houston, and then you play into your fan base out there and how much they love LSU baseball. No, it, it, it's actually a no-brainer, and you are right. Houston is LSU's biggest fan base outside of Louisiana, obviously. So, number one, that's a no-brainer. Especially nowadays with how important NIL is, it's really a no-brainer, right? Because now I can promise you – some of that oil money in Houston's flowing through to these guys on the field, not only in baseball, but football and basketball and, and yada, yada. But uh, it's, no, it's a no-brainer. And, and the other reason why it's a no-brainer is because a big school like LSU, they don't, ver- they don't go on the road very often until their conference takes off, right? LSU's right. not going to go to any school and play a three-game series until this conference play, right? They bring people to the box. They sell out the box. They generate revenue. That's how it works. But Houston's a no-brainer with the, with the alumni base. But it also gives these young guys and new guys a chance to, to, to go on the road. And Jay Johnson said earlier in the week, he said, this is a great trip for us because I like to take the guys away from the box some before SEC starts because we get to stay in a hotel. We get to take a bus ride or sometimes yep. a plane ride. And it's camaraderie. And he feels that it brings his team clo- closer together. And obviously, anytime you go to Texas, you're going to face good baseball teams. And uh, so, yeah, that Houston series, when they go out to Minute Maid, and, you know, last year they played Texas, I think it was, uh, on the midweek. And then, obviously, they're playing Texas tomorrow. But it, it's a no-brainer, and it's, a, it's actually a, a really good, you know, kind of a test for them because, you know, SEC starting right down the road. Now, Scott, uh, what's your take, uh, you being the pitching expert and all, um, I'm very high on uh, Kate Anderson. Uh, the freshman left-hander, uh, considering I think the defense kind of let him down uh, that inning uh, against Rice. Uh, but but uh, to me, the way he's pitching and his confidence, uh, you wouldn't know that he's a freshman. You know, I agree. He <laughs> is. Uh, he's going to be knocking on the door for for a Sunday start in SEC play if he keeps doing what he's doing. I mean, I, I have a feeling that 
Jay probably is going to want to keep him midweek, you know, because, I mean, you put him out against midweek teams and kids 92, 94, touch 95 with a breaking ball. He throws strikes. He competes. He doesn't – I mean, he, he's been put in a couple of positions like last night where he could have cracked. And as a freshman, he just looked like, hey, I'm a pro out here. Right. And I'm just going to take business to get my team back to the dugout and let him score three, four, five more runs and, and erase those three unearned runs that I got put on me. And that it, it'll be a blip in the radar. But – I'm high on him, but I mean, I mean, the way he's going, you know, he he'll be a guy that'll be he'll be competing for a possibly you know weekend starting an SEC play at some point possibly. Scott, uh, as a pitcher, you didn't, I think, be impressed with this. Texas last weekend, they played Cal Poly. Okay, in three games, didn't give up a, a run in three games. Your thoughts on if you got that type pitching staff? Because man, the Longhorns from a hitting standpoint is matza matza. But my thing is, you don't need a lot of runs if your pitching staff basically shuts out a team three straight games. Yeah, that's hard to do at any level. Um, that's even hard to do in high school. It's hard to do in in, in little league. Um, <laughs> but and, and I'll be honest, Cal Poly is is not a uh, they're a, they're a decent. They were a decent program. Um, I actually watched them play against University of Missouri over the weekend, and they beat they beat Missouri, I think, three to two in opening game or something. But uh, but yeah, to, to go out and put up three goose eggs, I mean, you know, obviously it takes starting pitching, but it takes relief pitching, it takes defense. It just shows the type of team Texas has, and obviously with them coming into the SEC, it's, you know, that's just another uh, just another juggernaut that's going to be joining here to to make that SEC even even tougher. Now, uh, Scott, uh, when you look at expectations and what's going to come about, um, uh, and, and that, you know, uh, is it like almost right now, uh, and I think it's like this even for the football program, because you got expanded playoffs, so, okay, uh, well, I don't know if we're going to win. Can you win a national championship or at least be maybe in the title game once every five years? But, uh, you know, right now, LSU fans, they, they tell me, oh, well, uh, we've got to at least be in the top 12. Well, now what Coach Johnson has done is kind of like an even look how competitive uh, SEC baseball is. They kind of almost approach, well, I don't know if we can win the national championship. We've got to go back to Omaha. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I mean, and when you look at the competition, I mean, I get much is given, much is required and the expectations. But it seems like, and I think Coach Johnson embraces this, uh, that, that's the expectations at LSU. Scott, we had uh, Todd Walker on it, and Todd said, uh, guys, this is the start of a dynasty build. Very similar to Skip Bertman. And depth, and he said exactly that. Similar to yeah. Skip, that you are watching the early stages of that dynasty being pieced together. Well, and uh, Scott, we all uh, trust uh, Todd Walker. I mean, hello. Uh, come on. I yeah. think he was a stud. <laughs> he was. And he knows the game of baseball, but yeah, what Jay's building is is special. He uh, and it's funny because I, when I talked to him after he won the national championship, I said, you know, I, I knew I knew what he put together again, and I said, you know, told him congratulations, and I told him I said you're gonna do it again this year, coach. And he looked at me, and says, one game at a time, one game at a time. <laughs> and he, he, you know, it, but that's how he thinks. You know, he doesn't. You know, and, and obviously fans are fans, right? They they yeah. they are kids. They love the program. They love LSU. They love the being at the box, they love Skip Bertman. They love Todd Walker's. They love the Ben McDonald's. Um, and, you know, to them, it's national championship or we had a bad year. Um, but you know, these days, baseball is is it's a tough game. Uh, you know, it's the one game that you know that LSU can lose to 
to, to Stony Brook, you know, five to two. And they come back and beat Stony Brook, beat the, beat the brakes off them, you know, two days right. later. But, you know, um, it's, it's a lot of times it's about that guy on the mound. And, but baseball is, is a tricky sport. And the way I look at it, what, what Jay's building, I, I think he's, he's a realist and he knows that it is probably Omaha bus for him every year. If he doesn't make it to Omaha, it's not a successful year. But to think you can go back and win it back-to-back years or two, or two out of three or even three out of five or two out of five, it, 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 it's, it's not going to happen. It's not right. going to happen these days very often, I don't, in my opinion. I mean, could it happen? It could, but it's just too many moving parts. Now, uh, Scott, uh, a couple of questions that came to mind. Um, you know, it's like almost LSU's at the point where uh, – where we're, we're vomiting left-handed pitches. I mean, it's like way beyond a double digits. You know, like, oh, can we have maybe one or two guys? Now it's a overabundance when you got lefties. Uh, I, 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 I want you to comment on that uh, because uh, that to me, you know, when, when, okay, when you say, okay, this is what we're going to do, the strategy in the offseason, who you bringing in, talk about uh, their goal. And, and then, no, you can't just be – a left-handed just to be throwing left-handed. You have to be high quality. And then also, um, when you talk about that Stony Brook game, how Coach Johnson was like, hey, listen, and it ticked him off. Uh, we got to be more disciplined at the plate. I think Coach Johnson, he loves a game when we might have total, like, either walks or getting hit by pitches. If it's double digits and then we have ducks in the pond and we're not committed, he thinks that's a great game. Uh, uh, plate discipline, comment on that, and also the left-handed pitching staff. Yeah, so obviously, you know, obviously I, I remember a couple of years ago, LSU had no lefty, and then they had one right. or two lefties. <laughs> I think there's eight or nine now. And, and you know, I'll be honest, I mean, they have they have some dudes down there that are lefty. Like Nate Ackenhausen, who's, who's a was a huge deal last year and literally helped carry LSU to the national championship is like, He's like fourth or fifth. Seems like down there. You know, I mean, he's still a he's a pro. He's a, like, right. He's, he's not a pro, but he's a pro in the bull. He's he's a, he's a veteran in the bullpen. But you know, you look at stuff wise, he's like fifth on the depth chart stuff wise in the bullpen. You know, so number one, that's a good problem to have. Um, you know, for sure, because he's got a lot of options down there. But uh, but yeah, Jay's a big time play discipline guy. You know, I, I, looking at some numbers, you know, they got twenty nine hit by pitches and fifty eight walks. That's eighty seven total free bases in eight games, right? Oh, nine games, I think it is, which is, is pretty impressive, right? Right. And only 53 strikeouts. Remember last year, you know, they, LSU did have more power last year if you add the numbers up, right? But they had a lot more strikeouts. So he, he's kind of figuring out a little, a little different way to kind of, you know, to, 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 you know, to, to make this happen. And, um, and that's what good coaches do, you know, because, you know, Dylan Cruz is gone and, you know, you start the guys, you know, uh, so many guys that Joe Bear, who you know, hit 15, 16 home runs, and even Jordan Thompson, I think, in it, but eight or nine or ten or maybe twelve, and Dugai had fifteen. So they're finding different ways to win ball games. But that's the thing about Jay. Jay is going to find a way to give his team a chance to win at the end of the game. Well, well you know, Scott, you know how this day and age, nobody has patience. You watch it, whether it's a major league game or a college baseball game, you want the fast pace. Um, I think Jay Johnson would have no problem if the game lasts like three or four hours. You know, if we extend the games and we got, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, three, two counts and then we're walking or we're getting hit by pitches, that, that he embraces that. That, okay, was the bottom line to help us uh, long-term to be disciplined at the plate 
I'm not worried about how long the game lasts. Now, if you're an LSU fan, as long as we win, well, we don't care about that. But but you know the whole thing, how everything wants to speed up, everything, speed up, speed they, up. They're trying to speed yeah, the yeah, game yeah, up yeah. even more. Uh, uh, but the whole thing, okay, uh, what? Uh, that, that was a two-pitch at bat? Uh, come on, we've got to be more disciplined than that. And I think that's one thing when the game LSU has lost this year that Coach Johnson was ticked off at, that we weren't more patient at the plate. I think you've kind of elaborated on that. Yeah, well, obviously it – in sports, anytime you have a premier coach, the longer the game goes, the better chance he's going to have to outsmart, outwit, you know, the other guy. And, uh, you know, and that's one thing that he's going to always want to do. He's definitely, he's definitely a guy with his hitting system that, you know, he wants, he wants you to see multiple pitches. So hopefully in one at bat, you can see multiple mistakes, right? A hitter may miss one mistake, but a good hitter rarely ever misses two mistakes. Um, you know, but if you swing at the first pitch and it's not a mistake, that pitch is going to probably get you out. 80% of the time, right? If you wait if you wait him out and see five or six pitches and you see two mistakes, that's when your college guys are going to hit 350, you know, or Dylan Cruz who hit, what, a 425, yeah. whatever it was, you know. But um, but that's what good discipline hitters do. They can wait you out, and, and they, they're going to make you get them out. And so the pitcher wants to make the hitter get himself out. And as a hitter, you want to make sure – that you you get, figure out if you're going to get yourself out, it's going to be on your pitch and not on you know not 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 on something that he's just flipping up there for you to swing at oh oh count you know because a lot of people that watch baseball are like oh he just took the first one right down the middle well it really wasn't right down the middle it probably wasn't in his hitting zone you know a good hitter is going to look for one pitch with an oh count you know if your pitch is uh, is up and in if that guy throws it up and in you're swinging right if he throws your slider down and away you take it you know so um but but Jay has those guys with a really good game plan. And, uh, and obviously, you know, like I said, it's getting off. I mean, they're hitting like 330 as a team, which is absolutely ridiculous. Scott, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Always appreciate it, bud. Always on target with everything you talk about. And we appreciate your time. That's right. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a great evening. All, All right. right. Thank, you, Thank you, Scotty Sanders, former Major League Baseball pitcher, also a former Nickel State Colonel uh, baseball pitcher. We'll be back with Triple Option here on the Big 870 right after this break. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're joined by Steve Geller on Triple Option. Bobby J, you go first. You know what's the craziest thing? Uh, I don't know, this NFLPA uh, report card about where the Saints are at. Uh, 
No, the one that bothers me more, and we used to have, uh, uh, you know, Pigeon. You remember catering? Pigeon you know? catering. And yeah, uh, we'd catering. always take care of and then they went in a different direction. But that, to me, is blasphemy that you're in New Orleans and the food in the cafeteria. Now we're going to redo the cafeteria at the Saints facility, and we got an F. We couldn't get at least a C to be average. An F, uh, that, that, that's 30th in the NFL teams. I mean, uh, okay, again, we should be at least middle of the pack, if not better. If you, We're in New Orleans. It'd be like all of a sudden you have Paris Saint-Germain, the professional soccer team in Paris, and their food cafeteria gets an F. What? You're in freaking Paris. The French influence in New Orleans, how can you get an F in food with the players? Now, uh, the treatment of families, uh, that, that got a D plus. Uh, so that was like 20th. So you look where we ranked. But the one thing that caught my attention is that does it matter if you're winning a Super Bowl and all, what you're doing with the facilities? I don't know. To me, sometimes players can be a little spoiled, but you got to recruit. you got free agency. I don't know. Hasn't the Chiefs won as of late? And, you got rated the uh, worst uh, owner. No, no. <laughs> the, the, the Chiefs are like, uh, the, the owner was last, but I think their team was like a one before one last. last. I think the Chiefs have been relevant in winning Super Bowls, right? I mean, so I don't know. Quarterback uh, changes everything there. I mean, <laughs> I, I can tell you I was part of team late 80s and early 90s. We on uh, David Drive. We were like in the projects. Uh, I'm telling you on David Drive, we had metal buildings and the roof uh, leaked. And all that. And, um, no, it, it was terrible. Now, uh, you know who's number one right now? I think either one or two is the Dolphins. The only team that had a worse facility than us was the Miami Dolphins. Not anymore. No, because of Mr. Ross. Right. Uh, where the Dolphins are at right now. I think them and the Vikings, one and two and all that. But to me, that doesn't make uh, uh, your team better. I would be like, listen. I don't mind having junior high, high school facilities if you freaking pay me. You pay me and you get the right players. I don't care if it's not a country club atmosphere. Uh, we went to the Greenbrier. What did that do? Oh, the Saints were 500. Now, in theory, I don't know the way humans are structured from a mental standpoint. That, that, how do you handle all that? All I know is you got to win. And when we won 12 games a couple of times, 11 games, 10 games, and nothing to do that we had practicing on David Drive. But I'm looking at the Chiefs. Uh, it's almost an embarrassment uh, that when you look at it, because uh, Clark Hunt and where he's at right now. But the Chiefs are planning an $800 million renovation to Arrowhead. Uh, the Chiefs are planning uh, that for Arrowhead Stadium. It's the third oldest stadium in the NFL right now. But it won't begin until after the team holds the 2026 World Cup. And it's going to take about four years to complete. So the Chiefs ain't really getting it done right until 20 to 30. And you think about uh, where they're at right now. But I thought it was Bob, the Titans are breaking ground on a $2 billion stadium. They broke ground today on it. Well, uh, and I'm looking at this, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, look, He's the chairman of the board, Clark Hunt, Lamar uh, Hunt's son, whose family, they're going to contribute $300 million toward the overall project. But then uh, it's a contention on the extension of a tax of three-eight of a cent by voters 
in Jackson County, Missouri, on April the second. We didn't know we know we gonna know what's gonna happen. Now uh, we would not be willing. This is from uh, Clark Hunt. We'd not be willing to sign a lease for another twenty five years. You know, teams can move and all without the financing to properly renovate and reimagine uh, the stadium. That being Arrowhead. Now he's gonna put up three hundred million. Uh, but and how still, much it's going to cost? Uh, Eight hundred million. So they still want the public to come up with five hundred million. No, the rich get richer, and, and that's why a lot of times the public gets ticked off. Uh, I mean, uh, are we getting taxed on that? What, what, were you kidding me? Come on. Uh, back to the cafeteria, real quick, Bobby. What was it like for you in your days? <laughs> no, don't get him started. No, 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 no. We didn't. We didn't have no damn cafeteria. That's what I'm saying. Right. None. We went to Ma- we went to Manos of Mary uh, uh, Metairie. Manos was a Greek guy, a Greek guy, and we had like uh, shrimp pull boys, oyster pull boys. We we uh, eat like breakfast or lunch. We had to pay for everything. Uh, the, the the team didn't pay for, for nothing, and then we had to go. And then uh, you know what the players look forward to? Uh, Popeyes Thursdays. <laughs> and uh, this going back, this is late eighties, early nineties. We get so much damn Popeyes fried chicken on <laughs> Thursday in the building. It was like, um, I don't know, they don't have buckets. That's Kentucky Fried Chicken. Right. But we'd have so much chicken, it was unbelievable. I know they're more health conscious now and all that. But uh, to me, oh, well, uh, you know, and the, the players, they're more efficient. Their diet, what they put in their body and all that. But what if you're putting the right things in your body and you don't win? Uh, so maybe we need to go back to e- eating um, greasy stuff. <laughs> I remember Gene Atkins and all that. They ate McDonald's every day and all that. And I think if they would have been eating healthy, they wouldn't have played better. Come on. Uh, for me, guys, I'm looking at Iowa's Caitlin Clark, and now she's going to forego her last year of college to enter the WNBA draft. Now looking at LSU, uh, Angel Reese and Haley Van Lith have decisions waiting for them. I think they're they coming out. I think they're going to WNBA. They're going to take a pay cut, though. Right, that's what I'm thinking. It's like you could stay another year because they do have the COVID-eligible year because they were freshmen that season where you could stay on at LSU. To me, wouldn't you be better off getting that NIL money than earning a WNBA check? I I heard Kim Mulkey talk about – Right, she she, expects them to go. She expects both of them to leave. Well, 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 we don't know the exact numbers. So, to me, if they go into the WNBA and the sponsorships, they're probably getting more, uh, they're looking in the future, than, uh, than the NIL. Okay, they're getting well compensated with NIL. Yeah. But I think I that, don't know about that. But wait, no. But no, no it might be, I don't know the, the true numbers. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't it know the true numbers. It might be a combination. You can still get enough sponsorships. Uh, and uh, your paycheck from the WNBA. Yes, the paycheck. The, the other WNBA, part about and, it is and, 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 I don't have and, to go to school. Yeah. I'm exactly. a full time. I'm a pro. Pro. I'm a pro. Yeah, I though you about. you basically three quarters pro uh, when you playing at that level. Anyway, we'll be back to finish it off in hour number two of Sports Talk on the Big Eight Seventy right after this break. We're finishing up here in hour number two of Sports Talk on the Big Eight Seventy. We want to tell everybody you can meet Saints legendary running back and WWL color analyst Deuce McAllister Saturday at the grand opening of the new Cox Mobile in Mid City. At 3.30 North Carrollton, stop by, say hi, talk some black and gold with Deuce, and also register to win an autographed helmet signed by Deuce. Huddle up with the legend himself, Deuce McAllister, Saturday, 12.30 to 1.30 at the brand new Cox Mobile in Mid-City, 3.30 North Carrollton in Bienville. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.